Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. and Caroline B. This is our midweek special. This is where Caroline and I have a great time, maybe bouncing ideas off each other, talking about our crazy week. Very much kind of a fly and go kind of show. Hey, Caroline. Hey, hey. What's happening? What have you been up to? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, got a lot of stuff going on. Water testing's big right now. So mm-hmm. people are trying to get their water tested. That's a springtime thing. I, don't ask me why. I mean, you can test your water anytime, but it seems like people are more into it in the spring. Kind of that spring cleaning, hey, let's check this stuff out kind of thing. I've been doing that, haven't you? I've been getting my property ready. Oh, yeah. I was out uh, this last weekend out with the chainsaw, cleaning up. I mean, you know, we're... I can clean up the little stuff. I can't go trim trees without getting all these crazy permits and stuff, but the little tiny brush and stuff on our front lot out there, because we've got a half acre. So that area up there has been a continuous project of, of cleaning and getting rid of. And I hauled a, uh, a uh, truck full of brush down to the uh, local recycle place to get rid of. So that was, uh, that was this last weekend's project. It was 55 degrees. It was nice for us here. So I was going to take advantage of it. 55. I got you beat. It was 75 here in New York Ooh. yesterday. I mean, what is that about? See, I 67 like 67 the day before. That's nice. But I like doing it when it's a little cooler when I'm clearing brush out there because I don't want to run into any like wasp nests or hornets and stuff like that. So for me, I kind of like the colder stuff for kind of trail bra- blazing out there to make sure that I don't have, if, if they're coming at me, they're a little slower. I kind of like that. <laughs> they're a little bit drunk. You got it. I like it when they're drunk because I get less chance of getting tore up. Mm-hmm. Less chance of getting tore up. Well, funny story. So I was over on the, re- you know, I always check the recalls list to see what power tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. There were some funny ones this week, actually. Funny? Go, funny. Yeah, really? So Aldi recalls be happy 12 days of craft advent calendars due to violation of the federal lead paint ban and posing <laughs> a hazard. Is that one with like the chocolate in it? Yeah, <laughs> what it is looks that? like it. I didn't know there was a 12 days of craft advent calendar first. So I went, oh, that's odd. But the hazard, I, this is a good read. Surface paint on the brown bell found on day 10 of the advent calendar contains level of lead that exceed the federal lead paint ban, posing a risk of poisoning. So remedy, consumers should immediately take the recalled advent calendars away from children and contact Aldi for a full refund. How many units? 13. <laughs> they oh sold my. 13 of these things. I don't. Like, wow. I mean, maybe I'm slow, but isn't an advent calendar where you open up the thing and there's like a treat inside, like a chocolate or toy or something? <sighs> so I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that. I'm like, huh. And usually that's like around the holidays and right. it's March. 
<laughs> so okay. trying to figure that one out. That one I was like, ooh, okay. And then uh, do you have a Fitbit? Nope. I, I used to. I quit using Fitbit because I had you a battle with Fitbit. them and lost. Yeah. <laughs> but Fitbit recalls their Ionic smartwatches due to burn hazard, and mm. they have a million of them that they need to take back. That's so the bad. Yeah, the lithium-ion battery on the Ionic smartwatch can overheat, posing a burn hazard. So, uh, ouch. Uh, basically, send in your receipt. They will be issued a refund of two ninety nine, and then they will also provide a forty percent discount code off of Fitbit devices. That's so, you know what my answer scary. is to that. You're gonna burn up. Go buy an Apple or a Garmin. Anyway, <laughs> nobody Kids. wants to get burned by their watch. That's for sure. So that's kind of the big ones, but I was like, dang. You know, there's a bunch of uh, Polaris snowmobile recalls and stuff like that, and that's kind of the latest that we've had going out there. So we're going to have a fun show ahead on Saturday because we're going to dive into some of my pet peeves in plumbing. Mm. Everybody should know plumbing. you got to know something about plumbing. Your house is laden with water pipes and moisture. I feel like everybody should take a plumbing 101 class. We're going to dive into some of that, and it's interesting. And and there will be some people that will probably not be happy at what I want to have to say, especially when it comes into shark bites and CPVC plumbing and, and that kind of stuff, but it's okay. Those are my opinions, and I stand behind them because there's a lot of fact that goes with them. And we have, like, an awesome guest. I mean, she's totally oh. awesome, and I am bringing her, you know, she's actually from New Jersey. So I am bringing her here and we are going to do some awesome content and we're going to retile my bathroom. It's happening. There we go. It's happening. I'm I'm, I talked to her. We're going to plan it. There we go. So we've got the tile chick coming up on Saturday. You don't want to miss that. Tile show. chick. Isn't that awesome? And it's the last week of our giveaway too, Caroline. Mm. Register for that. It's $250 gift card from Visa. You can't go wrong. Yeah. You don't have no purchase necessary. You don't have to provide us any details. You don't have to buy anything. All you have to do is sign up and you get this chance to win. $250. I mean, that's like a full tank of gas in your truck. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> or maybe is, two full though. gases a tank, depending on what truck you got. But yeah, either way, you can get a lot going on your project. If you're trying to fit figure out how to put together that project going, man, if I could only have a couple hundred bucks to get that project done, yes. Sashko's giving it away. Free. Free, guys. This is crazy. So quickly I head know. over to sashko.com forward slash ATH and sign up for a chance to win. Get it? ATH. Around the house. ATH. Easy to remember. Got it. Yeah. And man, we've got some great guests on me coming up here. You're going to have to Make sure that you're checking out all of the podcasts here because we got, it's going to be like a rocket ship here through March and April of all the great stuff we've got coming in from, you know, we've got a little bit more home technology, but we've got the tile check this weekend. We've got so many other things as far as dealing with the outside of your house, you know, making sure that it's weatherproofed and, and cleaned up correctly out there so you don't get the water intrusion. We have got so many great guests coming up. This is going to be a lot of fun. Mm. I want to remind people too, we talked briefly coming on before we came on the show. It's dehumidifier time. 
So mm-hmm. it used to be April, I'd say, okay, turn on your DHU. Now it's March. We're getting days where it's 75 in the Northeast. Eric's gotten some warm temperatures out there. And if you've got a cold block foundation, cold basement, and you get this influx of warm temperature, you're going to sweat. Florida is having a lot of issues with mold and moisture. Um, they've gotten cooler temperatures and now they're getting hot. So listen, you've got to make sure you're running these dehumidifiers all the time. Basements, crawl spaces, and then whole house units if you are in places like, you know, humid conditions like Florida, Houston, Austin, et cetera. Florida needs dehumidifiers in their hotel rooms. Holy smokes. It's terrible. I tell you what, walking into the hotel room, I don't care if it's a $150 hotel room or a $400 a night hotel room, they all need dehumidifiers because every single one of those places smell like a musty basement when you walk into the room. And I can tell you that I just did a bunch of home inspections down in the St. Petersburg area, Clearwater area. Um, the, the mold counts outside in Florida were so high, people. So you're battling something that's environmental. If it's that high on the outside, it's coming into your house. And if you have that right condition in there, it's just going to grow on bathroom surfaces, kitchens, any kind of plumbing leaks, air conditioning ducts, condensate coils in your air conditioning. All of that is just a it's just a home for all of that stuff to live. So it's, you're battling that every day. The weather is just too humid and it's moldy out there. So if you've got a dehumidifier in your crawl space or basement, when was the last time you changed the filter? Mm-hmm. If it has a filter. If it has a filter. And if it doesn't have a filter, when was the last time you cleaned the unit? Mm-hmm. And if you have one of those box door units, they typically don't have filters, but they get all gunky and they get green moss growing in there and calcium buildup. You need to clean out the tray. Oh, yes. So make sure you're maintaining that. If you've got an ERV you know, system out there, make sure you've changing the filter on that. Make sure you've got that going. There's a lot of different filters inside your house. Maybe that's going to be an episode of springtime that we might do here in the few in a, in a few weeks. And knock out a spring cleaning episode where we talk about that stuff. But I tell you what, make sure you got all those things. It's, you know, that ERV filter or even the, the uh, dehumidifier filter, if there is one, it seems like that's like the, the cabin air filter in your car. It's the one thing that always gets forgotten until it plugs up. And then you're Change like, that too. why isn't everything working? Why isn't it working? Change your car. I mean, all of this is for good air quality. And uh, yeah, HVACs and, and need it, to be serviced. You're going to be shooting, putting on your um, air conditioning you need to make sure all the drip pan, your coil, everything's cleaned. You don't have any backup where you're getting water that can come down. It's especially if you have an attic unit. Attic HVACs are the worst. You need to service. Uh, it doesn't them. matter. I, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm going to have my service. I gotta, I'm getting close to my annual service here. I've got to have them come out. And I have a brand new unit. So you should have out there at least once a year, preferably twice a year. I like to have right before air conditioning system. I like to have them come out and check that whole system out, make sure it's cleaned. And right before heating systems going into full speed, I like to have that checked as well. And then, you know, it's easy. A lot of great manufacturers out there, installers have uh, maintenance agreements that you can get on that'll save you some money. You know, if you're going to be there at the house for a few years, sign up for that agreement and get them out there. That way they're out there checking it out and making sure. Cause I tell you what, every time I've had a breakdown over the last probably seven or seven plus years, it could have been prevented if I would have had somebody out there taking a peek at stuff because it would have got caught before it left me hanging. What do you think about, so clients that live in areas where you run air conditioning continuously. So let's just Mm -hmm. say you're living in, you know, parts of Arizona, 
the deep South in Texas, Florida. How many times do you think they should have their HVAC service? I usually say at least two, but it may be because they run it four times, you know, four seasons of the year. Maybe it should be more than that. You know, if, if they're running a good filter, I still say probably twice a year because, you know, those systems are pretty durable. You know, um, if you get into Arizona, there's not a lot of humidity typically, unless you're mm -hmm. talking, you know, monsoon season or you're up in the mountains. But usually with that, it's just dry air going through there. So it's not as big a deal. You know, Florida, different story. You've Sorry. got, you know, I would say probably two to four times a year, depending. And I would ask your HVAC professional to let them know because there are some systems out there that are much easier to maintain than others. You know, mm -hmm. some systems have kind of an Achilles heel where maybe they sure like to plug up, you know, the, the drain at, you know, coming out of the, coming out of the pan where you've got a ton of humidity and that likes to get gunked up and that could be that Achilles heel for the system. So maybe you're doing that every 90 days or you're, they've shown you how to clean it out and take care of it. So you don't have to have a service person come out and do it. Explain to our customers a little bit, um, or I can, but just I'll have you do it how an HVAC system in a very simple way works, why you have to clean it out. Cause most people have no clue as to why their HVAC could need a service. They just ignore it until it breaks. Well, so if you think of air conditioning, for instance, or even a heat pump, you've got that outside compressor. And so what it's doing is it is basically removing heat or grabbing heat, depending on which way it's going, if it's mm -hmm. a heat pump, but you have okay. the outside coils out there. And you think about it, how dirty the outside air is. Maybe it's pollen, maybe it's dirt, maybe it's dust, whatever it is. That can get all nasty and dirty outside. And it's just like the, you know, underneath your refrigerator where the coils are on that. If you kind of insulate those coils with dirt, it makes it less efficient. When it's less efficient, it costs you more money. And it puts more pressure on the system to work harder, which means you're reducing the lifespan of that system. So you always want to make sure that everything's clean on the inside and outside unit, both of those to be working. Now, the and problem the door, is, there's is- a, There's a door too. Like people don't realize when you have this unit, you have your outside unit, there's two parts to an HVAC, your outside mm -hmm. and then wherever your interior part is, right? It could be your attic, yeah. could be your basement, but there's a door that comes off and mice can actually get in there and eat the wires and do all kinds of crazy stuff. So you need to actually maintain that. And when your HVAC professional comes out, they should be looking at it. And by the way, if you have mice getting in your HVAC system, you have a rodent problem, and that's where you need to get that rodent person out there. Get the exterminator. Nasty. Time to get somebody out there, pest control, to take care of that. Because I tell you what, if it's bad enough that they're getting in there, you've got them in your pantry. You've got them everywhere. Well, no, I'm talking about the food. outside unit. Like our outside unit, yeah. they got in there, and they decided they were – and there was no trees around. It was just up against the house, but they, there was insulation inside, and they crawled in, and they were oh, in wow. there eating the wires. They liked it. it yeah, mine, mine, mine is sealed off because it's got its own exterior computer and stuff. So you're not going to get into where the wiring is on mine. But yeah, that's still a bad idea. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it's good to get that service. But nonetheless, make sure that you got you know that there's not squirrels or anything else getting mm -hmm. in there. Making sure whatever's whatever those rodents are in your area, making sure that's getting taken care of. But really, when they come out, they'll check the pressure. They're going to check to make sure everything's clean. They're going to make sure you don't have any leaks, that you've got enough, you know, refrigerant in those lines, and they're going to make right. sure that all the switches and everything are working correctly. And that's right. where that really pays off is that they'll look at it and go, wow, this switch is kind of out of spec. It's still working, but 
you're getting close to end of life on this little thing. Do you want me to fix it now? And generally, that's going to be the cheapest time to do it because Murphy's Law says it's going to be 105 <laughs> degrees outside. Exactly. And that's when that thing fails on you. And then you're paying, you know, mm-hmm. weekend holiday rates to have somebody come out after yep. hours and get your system going again. Yep. So always make sure that. And when you're doing your outside cleaning, make sure that you keep on that exterior unit. You've got the grass and weeds and junk and all that stuff, you know, two or three feet away from that, have that cleaned up and away from it. You know, I don't like the, the you know, I've seen people go, oh, I don't like the way my unit looks. So they put in a, you know, a, a, a little like fence thing around it to hide it. But now you're making it less efficient because you're not giving it good airflow. Airflow. So make sure that I you've have done stone. that correctly. Mine's up on a pallet and there's stone all around it. What do you have around yours? I don't have let the weeds and stuff grow around it because just not good for mine's it. on a mine's on a it's landscaped around there it's on a uh, concrete pad which is what they yeah, usually do pad. anyway mm-hmm. so that's doing its thing so that's fine but uh yeah just make sure a lot of people have them in the backyard or whatever on the side of the house and you know the the landscaping gets grown up around it in the bushes just keep that clear and back because the more efficient you can keep that you know the better off you are and, and watch that inside humidity right now make sure that you're measuring that and keeping an eye on it you know, right now outside my house at this moment, if I look online, it's 80% humidity outside right now. Oof. And it's in the oh. 40s, so it's cool. But inside the house, I'm in the in the upper 30s, so I'm good. You Perfect. know. So that's where I want it to be. When you're getting in that uh, upper 50, that starts uh that starts raising the alarm bells for me. And then how about servicing HVAC on the interior? Why is that crucial? Well, it's all the same thing. I mean, they're going to be cleaning that out, making sure that's working. They're going to make sure that everything's working on the inside as well. Make sure that the drain pan is draining correctly. All that water. Yeah. That water's coming out of there and it's going out through the tubes and going outside or into the pump. They'll check to make sure if you have a condensate pump that pumps that, you know, water coming out of there. Backed up. Those can go like you have condensate. You, You have water constantly dripping off your HVAC, which is why you have to check it. It's like checking your toilet if it's leaking or you're under your sink. You just have to put that in your mind that you need to check it. And it drips into this pan and you have this condensate pump that will pump the water out. Well, condensate pumps, unfortunately, they just stop working or they get a lot of calcium buildup inside and then they just sort of, you know, don't yeah. turn on anymore. So you need yeah, to check it regularly. Yeah. I just got to watch out for that. You know, there's usually what happens is I see most of the buildup that I see, at least in my area, is more of that kind of moldy, mildewy junk, that slime that comes in because- you know, that there, there's so much air going through there and it ends up being kind of just this mucky mess that ends up going down into the condensate pump by the time it gets there. We get, a, I don't know why we get a lot of calcium buildup. Is that maybe, is it, I don't know. We get a lot of calcium buildup. I'm not sure where that, I wonder where that calcium is coming from because condensate out of the air is vapor For, that is condensing. So there's no minerals in that. It's weird. So I'm not sure where that's coming from. It's got to be something in the air or coming off of uh coming off of stuff, but, uh, yeah, cause you're not going to have any, any minerals in condensate water. So it must be coming off of, uh, the air, air you know, sand or something through there. It's wild. We'll get like that, you know, like a thick goopy, we'll get sludge, right? Like you're talking about. Yeah. And then we'll also get like this hard crystallized stuff that kind of forms in there. But again, it blocks up these pan holes, any of this stuff, and then you can get an overflow of the pan and you will have a leak, especially up in attic units. So you need to make sure you're servicing them because all of a sudden you'll have water running down your house. And I've had it happen to me, um, not because it wasn't being serviced, just because we had a problem, the pan cracked. So you have to stay on top of all this stuff and make sure that you're watching it water sources well especially when you've got that with it coming out and and 
when you've got it up in the attic space and all of a sudden you've got water running out and landing down mm-hmm. into the uh, into the space. So that's never good. That's never good. So, all right, Caroline, well, we should roll. This is the time that we should bail out of that midweek special and we've got a great show coming ahead. Make sure as a reminder that you sign up. Sign up for that giveaway. Who doesn't want a chance to win a $250 gift card by Visa? Thanks to Sashco. So S-A-S-H-C-O dot com forward slash A-T-H. Or you can just head over to our website, which is around the house online.com. And there's a link there as well. All right. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around Around the the House. It's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.